up, freaks and geeks? It is I, your humble host of Horror Hound, and I would like to talk about the masterpiece, Allegoria, that was released to video August 2nd on Shudder and other platforms to the video on demand. Yes, I am calling this movie a masterpiece, and here is why. This movie is categorized as an anthology, of course, and it was directed by no other than the legendary Spider-One. Yes, the same Spider-One who is the lead singer and frontman for the rock band Power Man 5000. Typically, when movies are categorized as anthologies, the general consensus thinks that it's just another student film. But, in this case, it is not. Um, the cool thing about this particular movie is that it is not commercially induced to be that type of movie. And that's what sets off a bunch of red flags. Why well, is my hat crooked? It feels like it's crooked. Is my hat crooked? There <laughs> we go. I think I got it right. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> Idealistically, that doesn't bother me as a horror fan. I am glad that this movie is not commercialized in any shape or form, and that is what makes it very, very unique in the horror community. Even though Spider-One has a ways to go to catch up with his older brother Rob, I believe that this movie has potential, and if it does not win any type of award, I am going to be pissed. Yes, Spider-One, this movie deserves an award. It could be a global award, it could be... Any type of award in the horror community, it deserves an award. So, Spider-One has magnificently completed his first feature film and directed nine shorts, but most of the creators in Allegoria are not so lucky as have a finished project. The writer, producer, and director is not so confident in his work that he is never played by fear. According to an interview with Porterville Podcast, and we can therefore assume that some level of projection is present in Allegoria. Having a personal connection to one's art shows in obvious ways, a passion project is often more enjoyable than one produced simply for a paycheck. The cast and crew have certainly experienced the anxieties they present on the full screen, giving the film and a feeling of authenticity. This is a movie that pieces itself together by subliming short stories that involve struggling writers, artists, and musicians who find their greatest creative fears realized as they come across supernatural murderers, demons, and a thorough evil. The movie allegory takes itself very seriously, but honestly, it was when it didn't take itself seriously that I really enjoyed the movie. When portions remain in these moments by of you know of everyday dumb life of watching a stupid slasher about a killer baby man talking about the brown note or having an awkward first date <laughs> and then you're smacked into something sinister, suddenly that was terrific. Whatever. It was a great tonal shift because it felt more honest and truer to life. So Spider Boy, if you're watching this Damn it, dude, this movie is fucking awesome. So, the cast. Amazing fucking cast. The cast of the movie is great. Off the chain, off the hook. 10 out of 10. Paramount, whatever you want to call it. Chris Fox was all hands on deck by starring and helping behind the scenes by working on the music 
and producing the movie. Adam Bush, Edward Hong, and Josephine Chang were terrific, but most of all, Scout Taylor Compton makes an appearance in this film, and that is what made it also fantastic. Scout, you're an awesome actress. Keep the, the fantastic work. I love you, girl. And I hope to see you all in another movie very, very soon. There are many common fears experienced by artists of all sorts, including imposter syndrome, not being able to support oneself, selling out, and not being understood. As a creator myself, these experiences can stop our work, and it can suppress our creativity, and it can make us want to give up. But, for most determined artists, like me, moi, <laughs> the desire to create is greater than the fear of failure. So, the artists and allegory face these fears quite literally as they reveal in physical form. How can, say, insecurity be represented physically? Well, we have the uncompromisingly initiating, sufficiently creeping person in hellish makeup and a costume, of course. <laughs> so, my favorite segment of the film where it centers on the painter Marcus. He's an unpleasant protagonist, openly de um, sorry, denigrating other art forms such as acting, and he is also ostentatious. Yes, I'm using big words. If you don't understand what they were, just grab a dictionary. <laughs> Looking down on his agent for not knowing about particular paintings. I don't know. Like, I know who Jacek Isaac Zoon and Van Schwenberger is. I mean, who are these people, right? Pfft, fuck them, I know. I mean, the artist of the harrowing of hell, I guess. As he fights against the clock to finish a masterpiece painting, Marcus deals with the aggravation of forced social interaction. As a creator myself, I understand the short temper with interruptions, and I can't say that I have never wanted to get totally absorbed in my work and shut out the world. I got a family I gotta look after too, you know. I got a wife and two kids. They need and they deserve my attention as well, so. <laughs> but this segment of the film also includes my favorite shot, which I'm not gonna spoil it for you if you haven't seen this movie yet. The movie allegory is a great representation of the misfortune of creativity. Those who are cursed with often suffer of their art. I mean, that suffering is not very necessary. But I'd say it is felt by the majority of artists. Through physical manifestations of their anxieties, the depicted creators face evil forces. But is it truly evil? Or is it simply an allegory? If you're in a heart and horror, this movie will speak to you. If you like low-budget horror with practical special effects and anthologies, I'd also invite you to give it a go. Please do. Spider-1 did a magnificent job writing, producing, and directing this film. But if it's not for you, you can always shout out artistically into a mirror, too. I guess. <laughs> hey, yo! Adrian! Whatever you gotta do, you're so motivated. I don't know. So, what I particularly liked about the film is that John Ennis had an exceptional performance to kick things off in the first segment. The dude is screaming at people, spitting... Tell them to, like, to motivate their asses to act. This was some of the best acting that I have seen in a long, long time in an anthology movie. Um, in general, and this guy, John Ennis, stole the show. I mean, the first segment is like, boom, mind-blowing. 
you've just I was sucked in. I'm like, that's it. Turn off my cell phone, shut my door, close my windows. I am barricading myself in and I am finishing this movie. I am determined to finish watching this movie even though it's like two o'clock in the morning. I don't care. Even though I had to get like three hours later to go to work. But <laughs> so it was just exceptional and outstanding. The concept was great. Anthologies are always fun to watch. And this one had a unique idea with an artistic twist. There were some nicely executed elements of horror here. Think about it. Everything just checks the block. Some of the imagery and sound was on point and provided some really, really good atmosphere. For a writing and director... I'm sorry. Director... I can't even say the word. Directorial debut. Thank you. Anyway... This was a great first effort by Spider-One. Despite the gripes from other fans about one segment of this anthology not really fitting into the grand scheme of things, the segment itself was good, and the film as a whole was very enjoyable. You have to sit down and piece the movie together. If you don't understand that part, you're going to get frustrated, and then, yes, you're going to give a bad review, but you have to sit down and watch it, even if they watch it two, three, four, twenty times just to get it. And I'm sure once you get it and understand it, you're going to enjoy this movie. I promise you. The acting was excellent. The cinematography was on point. And there were a lot of scenes that showcased Spider-Man's vision and talent here as a capable horror writer and director. We are definitely excited to see what comes next. Well, I'm excited. I'm sure the horror community is excited too, as I say in We... I'm representing the horror community here, saying we are definitely excited to see what happens next and what comes next, and I would recommend this to horror fans out there looking for something new and fresh. This movie made me feel the same way about um, The Black Phone. The Black Phone was a very refreshing movie, and this one gave me the same vibes. So Spider-1, two thumbs up from the horror heathen. Outstanding job. I fucking loved it. So, yeah, and that's what I enjoyed about the film. So, other than that, it's on Shudder. Go check it out. It's got a 5 out of 5 on my scale. And it's just fucking fantastic. So, please check it out. Um, I'll do more movie reviews. Thank you for watching. And I love your faces. And all my listeners out there on my podcast, thank you so much for listening and subscribing to South Jersey Horror, and just remember, I do have a business online, go to facebook.com backslash South Jersey Horror, September 1st through the 4th is free shipping, if you use the promo code LABOR, um, free shipping on all merchandise, some new merchandise has been added to the store, and I am, it's for the Halloween season, and I'm sure someone out there is going to love it. It's mostly Michael Myers shirts and Little Sam from Trick or Treat. Other than that, Horror Freaks and Geeks, it is I, the Horror Heathen, signing out. Have a wonderful day. Until next time, stay classy and sexy. I'll check you all guys later. 